Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Ben. This is Josh. Welcome back to The Paul's Defect. This week we have Emmy Taylor. How are you doing? Really good. Awesome. So, what's going on in your life and uh, how's, how's music going? Um, music is going for once. Um, <laughs> I've been singing my whole life, but I'm just now kind of getting into the official artist stage um, in my career. Um, I just recorded my first album this past year and it's on all platforms now but um before i started recording this album i was always singing in some aspect but um because i only sing i don't play any instruments it's kind of always held me back with moving on with my career getting beyond like singing open mic nights with a guitarist or um, God the dreaded karaoke um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah so I'm kind of moving on to the official part with even with changing getting a stage name which is actually just my my first and middle name mm-hmm. which my grandma always says was gonna be perfect for when I wanted to we always knew I was gonna end up doing music at some point yeah so. um, nice I basically I like that it's yeah, thank you. Name. I basically started singing before I could talk. So my family, well, and also my family, um, the Hill House family, they're all musicians of some sort. They're DJs or guitarists or uh, some of them had bands that were actually pretty successful in the 80s and stuff like that. So um, I'm just carrying on my legacy, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. It's a plus side that your first name and middle name brings like happiness or a good stage name. If I hear my first name and middle name, I'm, I'm running because I'm barely in trouble. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe when it, <laughs> early days of my life, it kind of made me think, oh, I might be in trouble. But no, that was a pretty easy transition into when Link Pello and I were, he's my music producer, when we were talking about what we were going to have my name be. It wasn't really a question. It was just Emmy Taylor. I mean, I already, I also already have my photography business with yeah. my, my first and middle name. So it's kind of just an easy, easy decision to make. Link, we're trying to get him on the show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I messaged him <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Keep bugging him about it. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Megan Curtis had suggested that. Yeah. Um, so for the people listening, uh, we actually know Emmy from, well, I know Emmy from high school because yeah, we, we graduated from together. Choir. So, um, yeah. We were, yeah, we were in choir. I've been, I mean, I've been a choir geek. I think we both were choir yeah. geeks most mm-hmm. of our high school. Well, for me, it was, I was actually put into choir before the other kids were allowed to be in choir. <laughs> I was like second, I think you're allowed to join choir in like third or fourth grade, but they, my music teacher was like, you can be in choir like a year early so I was the the young annoying child in the (laughs) elementary choir class that probably was more excited than anyone else in the class all the way up until senior year but (laughs) mine was just music theory elementary from kindergarten through fifth grade because sixth grade broke off here at Niles it was just you were in you sung and you played instrument, like okay. instruments. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. music. It was like the music class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had music class before we yeah. had choir. The choir was actually like an after-school program that you, if you wanted to be in it, you had to sign up and and mm-hmm. come every well, like Wednesday after school or something like now, that. Now were you at Saint Joe for elementary school? Um, I was. I went to Lakeshore um, oh, okay. up until my freshman year. Okay. Um, up, end of freshman year, and then I moved to St. Joe, and um, 
yeah, and I stayed in choir. And I fought for that plaque because yeah. when you're in choir um, <laughs> in high school, they give you a plaque if you've been in choir all four years at right. the same school. But I was like, I didn't go to this school my freshman year, but I've been in choir my whole life. You've got to give me the choir plaque. I, and I still have yeah. that. <laughs> I know, I mean, actually, I think mine's... That <laughs> somewhere, it? yeah, that's bands. It might be bands. Well, that's what it looks like. But it's yeah, somewhere in here. <laughs> I have um, my band one still. My yeah. band one's a big hey, one. Be proud of those. The Viking. So we had Vic- a, It's a Viking shield and everything. Oh, yeah. It's like this big. Yeah, say Joe, I I hated band actually. I was only in it. To, <laughs> I was only in it to get my Letterman, and then the I ended up getting the plaque. But I left. After sophomore year, I think. Priorities. Yeah, because I, I, I like choir way better. So yeah. I was like, I'd rather focus on choir. And I also hate the fact that, like, with band, you had to have an instrument with you. I love the fact that choir, you just brought yourself and you were ready to go. As long as you got your voice, yeah. ready to sing. Couldn't sing. Yeah. <laughs> there were yeah. many people in choir who couldn't sing. Yeah. But I, I think as long as you liked music, that was the Yeah. That was the and I mean, thing. they had two different choirs. So if you weren't good at singing, but yeah. you liked being in choir, you were in the... Glee Club. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was, it was essentially, yes. yeah, I was saying, I can't remember what, uh, what the different choirs were called, but, um, concert, maybe concert, concert, I, yeah, and then, sure. yeah, but I, I ended up making it to the better choir only because I was one of the only people with the low voice. Yeah. So they're like, well, oh, there's only know, like three of them. So they're very yeah. few and far between. You know? Right. So like, well, we kind of need it. All the people so. listening to this who <laughs> don't. They're not choir geeks like us. They're probably <laughs> just like, okay. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, I thought that was an actual instrument. <laughs> um, but no, so we, uh, the Josh and I together met you uh, through Dave Carlock. Yeah, yeah. In the Funk and Rock School. That was like the highlight of my musical career. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think that's what all of us All think. of our first <laughs> concerts. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you listen, I'm surprised. <laughs> Did you listen to that in that penitentiary? Uh, yeah, and also a little scared. <laughs> so what was your thoughts on that whole experience? Um, it, w- it was very... I mean, honestly, everything that I know about, I mean, not everything, but most of the things that I know about how to control my voice, I learned from his voice lessons. So I will always appreciate the fact that I did those lessons. And then the, you know, just the fact that I got to perform with a full orchestra behind me was mm-hmm. like, who can say that I right. mean, in, in Berrien County, um, who can say that anyway? So I, I'm really thankful for them, and uh, I always think back to when I'm singing. Sometimes, I, sometimes I'll do some of the things that I don't necessarily want to be doing, just like bad habits when you're singing, and I'll think back to him telling me not to do those. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> maybe he scarred me for life with those kinds of things. Yeah. But what was the song that... The song that we did was Let Go by Free That's right, Crew. yeah. Actually, that came on the radio, like... A month I ago? love that song. It, he and you know I didn't know that song um, before he oh, really? showed it to me. Yeah, so he introduced me to one of my favorite songs. Nice. Um, I have that recording on my YouTube. If you ever want to be nostalgic and absolutely, oh, you have the actual like yeah, live like well, we did no, not the live performance, but we did like a demo. Oh, okay. Um, but it, I wish that I had the live performance. Like, I wish I had that too. I had pictures, but like, why I didn't have... record that? Because we were just a bunch of kids that got up and everybody was drunk in the state and like oh, down front. So it was fun though. To... It was yeah. it was the biggest performance that I think most of us have done. Yeah. Um. Like other than outside of the school. stupid school, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I yeah it, it's to- totally I wish more people had gotten to see it because 
when I talk about it, no one knows what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't really a whole lot of publicity one for it. And then no, two, it was... It was a huge production, though. Yeah. You know, it well, was great. And the other thing is, it wasn't its own event. It was inside of the arts district. It was yeah. Yeah. Fest, That's yeah. when it was new back then. Yeah, and it's so it was like a featured days. event there. Yeah, we, we yeah we should uh, just go go to another one. Get the band back together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then another. The only reason I bring this up is because. Uh, Peter Green just died of Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of, remember, it was I think it was us in uh, the graduation ceremony, uh, the pre-graduation ceremony. Didn't we sing, uh, I accompanied you on something. Oh, if I could remember what that was. It was, uh, it was their most popular song. I can't think of it right Dreams? now. Dreams? No, it was the other one. Uh, I've seen, I have, I've done, I've performed Dreams many times. No, it was. Um, um, for many different occasions, but I... I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I do yeah, remember that a little bit. Yeah. It's really a shame that nobody has recordings. So maybe it's a good I thing. Well, know. maybe yeah. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but that I do. I I remember that I was like. Fleet it's kind of funny. I, I didn't even actually uh like, you know, when we were talking about doing this podcast, I did not realize that I performed with both of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it just didn't occur to me. No, yeah. That's really cool. Um, let's see. Hold on. Let me see. It was. Was it Go Your Own Way? I think it was Go Your Own Way. Oh, yeah, it was. It was just me and you, I think. I yeah. accompanied you. And then there was uh, another... Or was it Landslide? It was Landslide. That's what it was. I, I think remember it was Landslide. that song, yeah. Yeah, That was anyway. my mom's favorite song. She's going to be ashamed of me for not remembering that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Landslide now that I think about it. That was, um, that was a fun song to play, for sure. Probably could just listen to or perform any of their songs for the rest of my They're life. Iconic. I'd be, yeah, I'd be happy. If if I I don't know, if someone was like remove all music from your life except mm-hmm. one artist, that might be one of the contenders. I don't know. I got rumors of the album on yeah. vinyl there. I like I actually really love that. their early blues stuff, like mm-hmm. before Stevie Nicks became a part of their band. Yeah. A lot of people don't have it. Probably heard of it. when Peter Green was because Peter Green left before they got big. You know, I don't know too much about like their history. I just know I worked at um, Three Pillars in Benton Harbor. It was it's a a record uh, store, mm-hmm. a record and guitar store, and they they just have like so many different kinds of music that I I don't think I really would have ended up listening to had I not been working there. I've been really bored. Yeah. Because there are hours that go by that you're like, okay, what am I going to do with my life here? (laughs) So I would just end up like throwing different CDs or different records on and that's how I ended up finding their early Fleetwood Mac's early blues days and Mm -hmm. it just was Which makes sense because Peter Green was pretty wonderful. He was like uh, in the late 90s he was admitted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for being like a astonishing like blues artist so that makes sense i didn't know that i have to say i don't really know too much about like a lot of my favorite artists past i need to start digging into more because it's really interesting i I wouldn't know that i'm the same way i only understand all this (laughs) because i saw they died this week and i'm like yeah they're like i I was at work they're like someone from fleetwood mac died and i was like who and i saw peter green i'm like i don't even remember i was just hoping it wasn't stevie i was like (laughs) yeah that's i uh i was they had a really big concert on Halloween when I was 
nine months pregnant with my first child and I was so bummed because I wanted to go to that concert but you don't really go you don't plan to go to concerts nine no. months pregnant it's just not like no. <laughs> especially across yeah. the country yeah no. so it wasn't an option <laughs> for me sadly yeah. you know that was I missed out on that for sure yeah. <laughs> um COVID in general how does that affecting your music um it's been so fun I'm just kidding. <laughs> COVID. Um, we got well, really mixed reviews on this. I, I guess being that I was almost done with my album when COVID, I don't know if you want to say it hit or whatever. I guess it was like March-ish. that When it became a it, when, mass. When people started being like, okay, let's go buy everything from the grocery right. stores and, yeah, and hunker right. down. Um, and Yeah. And I, I work at the Y and they closed uh, and all that. So that was around March. Um, when that happened, I was almost, we were pretty much done with recording. Um, so I was just waiting on Link to finish things producing wise. And mm-hmm. uh, there might have been maybe one song that we needed to record still. So we were pretty much, it didn't slow us down too much. There was a couple things that I think we ended up going back and recording and I went over there and it's you know when COVID first started and everybody was like should we be around other people yeah. should I mean, we that's not? why we shut down at first. I, I mean I was like well I'm not going to be around anybody but then Link wanted me to come over so I, <laughs> I went over there but I was like okay did you sanitize the room <laughs> that's funny uh, but yeah we, we so we finished things and yeah. I don't think it's affected my music too much um, maybe more people are listening I mean, I'd like to think that maybe more people are listening because yeah. they're bored. Uh, <laughs> well, we've heard from multiple people that, if anything, it's affected them in a good way because yeah. they've had the time to stay home and work on their music. Yeah, I think know? it's affected different businesses and different, you know, uh, different people in their mm-hmm. careers. And as far as musicians go, they're probably, I don't know, Taylor Swift's doing pretty well from it. So. <laughs> yeah. it, it would be, it's a hit or miss. I would say for the small... More, more part of the smaller time artists probably it's going to be a better thing for them just mm-hmm. because of on the aspect of being able to get out new music or figure something out because they are mostly more home now if you're taking along the lines like I would call them like the mid-range middle lines like Jose they got 100 shows planned this year mm-hmm. or like some other yeah. people who have like gigs that are planned and set in stone I mean anyone who had concerts planned in any way are probably hurting from it it's really unfortunate and especially like the mid-range people because they don't have say like the high amount of money to sustain themselves they were going to be living the whole ball life going a lot of them are still working their main jobs and then doing that on the side and it hurts them so Mm -hmm. then of course yeah I guess I hadn't considered that then the higher end people so like Shelton Justin Timberlake. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, probably, name, you know, you could go on and on. The high, yeah. <laughs> the high end stuff, it's probably not a f- hurting them at all, per se, just because they're still, they're already that person. They're that insignia. They're, they've already pre existed. What I've realized, though, <laughs> through COVID is that no matter what, like, how much money you have, whether you're poor, or whether you're rich, everybody's living paycheck to paycheck. So yeah. even though you're, yeah. like, well, at least it seems that way because all these like really expensive like 
well, not expensive, but these rich people that you would think would never need to file for bankruptcy are all of a sudden doing that. Yeah. And they're like, well... Well, that's because they didn't realize that their... Because I wasn't saving anything. Yeah, their $10 million <laughs> mansion and their Lamborghinis cost money after you buy them still. Yeah, well, but then you still got to pay all your people and then there are a lot of businesses and like mm-hmm. you have a whole does. record label that still has to put out all the bills, the yeah. rent, everything like that. And then you're yeah, so we really actually, you know, us poor people, I think we're making out the <laughs> Like we're actually saying above water here. Yeah, <laughs> I think the smartest people in terms of the celebrities are the people that have multiple facets to their job. Like mm-hmm. a lot of like the actors who are also producers and who are also screenwriters and are getting still getting like residual checks from their previous right. films. And mm-hmm. I think they're the ones that are probably going to be all right, you know. But yeah, a lot of the artists I think are the ones that are going to hurt because they can only have a lot of them can only have one facet. They're an artist. Yeah, to an extent though, because they're still gonna have that apparel outlet. No, yeah, for sure. But it's not like it's not like uh, like Ryan Reynolds who can be an actor, but he can also be a screenwriter, a producer, a you know director. He can have all these different heads as well as he freaking owns a gin company, you know. So I didn't know that. Yeah, aviation gin. Yeah, he's like it's the probably spokesperson. Probably really helps for talking points to know things like that. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually not that bad if you mix it. No, it's actually really good. Gin, I, I don't though. like gin. I hate Jen. We're it's actually, actually pretty good. Yeah, we're actually trying to be sponsored by them so he can be on the show. Let's go. <laughs> no. Hey, Ray Ray. I think, uh, I, I, think uh, I had listened to um, uh, Willie Geist's podcast and Ryan Reynolds was on it and he was saying something. He was telling the story about how he got into Aviation Gin. He had heard their ad somewhere. They're a small company in like Idaho or something. And uh, he's like, I kind of want to try that. So he went out there and tried it. And then all of a sudden he's like, I kind of want to be a part of this company. And then before he knew it, he was like a co-owner, 50% shareholder. That's my goal one day to just be able to like something and be like, you know what? This is my job now. Yeah, I want that. (laughs) And of course, they're not going to say no. They're like, Ryan Reynolds was, he was actually like, Ryan Reynolds was actually like uh, putting like signatures in his email to people and like calling them and leaving voicemails. It's like, awesome. can you imagine getting a, a voicemail from Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Deadpool just called me. <laughs> no. Save, 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 save. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you probably post, media. You post, yeah, I was going to say, you're going to post it to your Facebook. <laughs> Did uh, you get a call from him? No. No. <laughs> Peasant. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so I, I think it's, I think for the most part, as far as A-list look, I can't even feel bad for him. Screw that. <laughs> like, come on. Let's pity ourselves. Here. Yeah, I was saying, we're the ones. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So what? What kind of drove you to say like make your album? Like, what was your inspiration around it? Um. Well, honestly, I was just for the past few years, I've been trying to find people to make music with. Kind of failing in some ways, only because. Um, Anytime I would get together with somebody, like a guitarist, or I even attempted to start a couple of bands, um, I would get together with people and we, we would rehearse, but you know, life just gets in the way sometimes and schedules don't mesh um, consistently enough to like, and, and music takes practice, you know, to make it good and to get to the point where you want to perform somewhere. So eventually I just, I, I don't want to say I gave up on that because I'm still meeting with people every once in a while just to do jam nights or uh, it's know. the it's the dedication factor yeah it's hard you gotta, it's hard to find someone especially as a parent it's yeah. just it takes more than some people some of especially me i think i can't really give that much time to it right. so it takes more than 
I guess it's more than just time, but yeah, you're right. Dedication. So anyway, I kind of got away from that and I was talking, I was actually with Megan Curtis and Izzy, um, and I've been friends with them for a very long time. They were actually friends with my little sister, so that's how I met them. But they have been making music kind of on and off for a while, and they told me to just come over to Lynx and listen to them write something or record something that they'd written. And they were in the middle of working on it, and I kind of just interjected and just like gave my... I don't know if it was... A, it was like just notes or something. And then I ended up singing on a track with them just because it sounded like a good idea. And then we decided that that would be... I don't, Link and I decided that that would be something that we, we could do together. We I just met him like through them very randomly. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple conversations with him, we were like, hey, this is working. Like, yeah. you know, the, and it doesn't take as much time for, I mean, you don't have to meet every week to make music when you're just recording an album. And of course it didn't start as an album. It started like, I was actually just recording a couple of things just for his albums. Mm-hmm. He's a rap artist, so he needed like little... Some chorus lines and stuff. Yeah, or just like little, I mean, honestly just <laughs> sounds. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, just sometimes there's like a ooh or an ah in the background of a sound, or of a song. And so I was just kind of doing that, and we did a song together sounded pretty good and I was like so what do you think about he's not he doesn't work with singers normally like Megan and Izzy are probably the only other singers besides myself that he's produced so he was like you know I don't I don't typically work with singers it's it's new to me it's gonna be a learning curve it's not gonna be perfect but it's gonna be you know, it's going to be an interesting experience for the both of us. Which and is good that he was upfront with you with that. Yeah. Um, so we kind of got into it and it ended up, I mean, it ended up just being like more than, it was one song and then another and then another. And then I was just like, hey, let's do an album. Because yeah. why not really? Right, <laughs> and yeah. That, yeah. I mean, like, what's it going to hurt? And um, I, I mean, at the end of it, it was, it's eight songs now. Um, it's called Overflowing. Um he link uh, is actually featured on two of the songs which are two of my favorite songs on the on the album but yeah it became pretty quickly um pretty clear that we would work easily together so that's kind of just how it came about i don't know if it was uh i don't know if it was planned that way but right but yeah it just kind of fell into place i suppose and how would you describe your sound um well this album specifically we've kind of we've labeled it pop music mm-hmm. um it's got i mean the the production of it has links rap vibe so it's more it's i mean the the tracks are r&b i would yeah. say they have that kind of feel um i i feel like my style of music without link would have probably ended up being or had I not started making music with him and with Megan, I probably would have done something completely different. I don't know if I would have said pop music is like my genre. Right. I'm not necessarily sure I would have fit into a genre. I don't know. When I was younger, I used to really like country music, mm-hmm. grew out of that. I feel like for the most part, before this album came to be, I was doing easy listening, which 
I don't actually listen to a ton of. I just like to sing what fits my voice and when I'm singing other people's music, sometimes the John Mayer songs just fit better. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know what I sure, mean? Yeah. Um, but that's not obviously the music that I, I mean, I wanted to sing my own songs and that wasn't going to be, that wasn't going to be the best thing for my musical career. So I'm really happy that I ended up with Link and was able to create something that maybe wasn't the style that I was thinking I would end up in, yeah. but it ended up just fitting really well for both of us. So yeah. The long answer was pop music. <laughs> so then, um, before before Link, would you uh, were you writing your own music, or were you doing mostly? Covers? I have written. I have quotation marks with my fingers right now. <laughs> I have written music my whole life, yeah. but um, n- never it never really came off the paper. You know okay, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's always that brainstorm to write down so you don't forget but it never got put into say actual vocal presentation uh, it was always just you know i'm not really sure why i i guess a lot of times when i'm writing lyrics my part of it the part that i'm good at is the words but i don't excel with the other parts um by myself the musical so yeah so the reason i think this album came together so smoothly is because link had his tracks that because he makes those for I mean he makes them for rap artists so that's why it has that feel but mm-hmm. and a couple of them you know he, he did make some for me but just listening to those inspired me to I wrote most of these songs listening to his tracks so they are just a little bit different than I probably would have written by myself but thankfully with his tracks I was able to write something that was a finished product rather than just like a chorus or like a line because <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes you just come up with a line and yeah. it's like well I'm going to write that down but yeah so technically I've been trying to write songs my entire existence <laughs> it's just finding the flow yeah, yeah um, I kind of stole Link's flow there <laughs> <laughs> well I think it, uh, you got to look at it more as a collaboration yeah for sure he, you know... he inspired his I liked, I like to tell him that if I didn't have his um, his beats that my my music at least to me would feel a little bit lame. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I think just any song when you see it on paper, it, if it's a love song or whatever, it looks a little cheesy. I don't know, or it can seem that way. Yeah. But just like ha- hearing my words, which are cheesy sometimes. Um, hearing them with his tracks I'm like hey that sounds cool <laughs> yeah because it comes down to like the tempo because when you read something you read it in a sense of like a monotone fair you enough know, you read, yeah that's how you've read your entire life unless you took like a creative reading creative mm-hmm. writing class or something mm-hmm. like that it's always a straight mono-lined kind of aspect so it's the same way yeah until it you gets put a little gushy-gushy until you get a little bit of until uh, you put a feel yeah. in there tempo yeah because <laughs> i feel flow. like about like 80 percent of lyrics out there if you were just to read them off a piece of paper they would be maybe be cringeworthy like, or that makes sense <laughs> or yeah. you can go look up um a lot of like uh say like eminem's like old stuff like some underground stuff that he just never like truly released and just read like the lyric lines of it and it sounds like absolutely nothing. It's well, like, yeah, it was probably a lot of that was probably freestyle too. Right. And it was just him making it up on the which I mean, 
that's impressive. <laughs> no yeah. matter how you spell it. Yeah, I definitely impressive. sound better when I've had practice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I admire people who can do that. So uh, a question I was thinking about was if, if, and this is more getting into the fun stuff, but if you were able to uh, open for any A-list artist, who would it be? Hmm. I guess if it were this album, I don't... I, I guess that's a tough question for me. My favorite artist of all time is Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> so I'd probably lean towards her. But um, this, I mean, this with this album, I feel like it has a, it, I mean, honestly, it has a unique style to it, uh, which is, I think, a good thing. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of, it reminds me a little of, of 90s music in a way. Okay. Um, I, I think that it's almost impossible for me to answer that question. Um, <laughs> you don't want to the Spice Girls. <laughs> hey, why not? Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, can I go back and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they could still get the band back together, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Reunion oh, man. Um, if you'd asked me in the 90s, I mean, I was like... Five. I was going to say you were probably, what, like two or three? I was four. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said Nelly Furtado. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if... And like, even like music aside... Life, I would say probably Taylor Swift. I was going to say, because like music aside, who would you like yeah. want to open for? Um, yeah. I mean, I just want to be her friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um I don't know. I guess that's a tough question. I wish that I wish that I could open up for a rap artist, but I feel like my I, I listen to a lot of rap music these yeah. days. I, thanks, Link. <laughs> um, I I think that my style of music would not really fit the audience, but I don't know. Maybe I'd be opening. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to fit new. into like a. Like but a Coachella kind of thing. Let's just say, um, I've been to a few Fall Out Boy concerts, like, he, or they would open up with, or they would have other artists open up for them yeah. that would make no sense. Um, do you remember Paul Wall? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, the I Want to See Your Girls song. They, <laughs> <laughs> he opened up for Fall Out Boy once. That's weird. And then Wiz Khalifa another time. So, I guess well, it doesn't necessarily I'll say a lot have of times to... It doesn't matter. I mean, I went to, me and my wife went to um, Ed Sheeran concert in Detroit. Who, if you ever do get a chance to plan out nine months ahead, he's one of my favorites. Go check him out because he's an amazing live artist. But they had um, Anne Marie. I don't know if you ever heard of her. She did um, uh, a the name couple popular familiar. songs like last year, and then it sounds familiar. Is it yeah. pop music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she opened for Snow Patrol, who opened Fred Sheeran. Okay, it was just a weird mix because she was like pop. I can see and Snow Patrol. Well, and the funny thing about Snow Patrol is that Ed Sheeran, a long time ago, opened for them in Detroit. Nice. Yeah, and well, so now it was The tables have turned. Yeah, so now Snow <laughs> Patrol is like pretty iconic, like 90s band, mm-hmm. is now opening for Ed Sheeran. That's so crazy. So it was nuts, but well, yeah, I don't think it really, because I mean, they all have different sounds. the world by storm. Yeah, oh, Ed? Oh, for sure, because I, I was listening to him back in like 20, it was the summer before I went to college, so 2012. Um, I was listening to him when 18 came out. It was like a single. I was like, this dude's pretty cool. It's pretty tight. And then he just started Now he's played every, every wedding ever. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> Several times. Up. So, um, and I've always wanted to see him. And I was just telling Sierra the other day, I was like, I think, no offense, 
the happiest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but before I told her that, I said, what is the happiest day of your Concerts life? Concerts are highlights of people's yeah. lives. They really are. I I mean, I, I keep plugging Taylor Swift, but I, <laughs> <laughs> when I was pregnant with my first child, I went to two Taylor Swift concerts and the whole time I'm just thinking like, I hope you like Taylor Swift. <laughs> but like, yeah, those are they some are. big moments in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, cause I asked her, I said, what is the happiest moment of your life? She said, uh, when we were on vacation in Oregon and we were out sitting on the porch and I just sat in your lap and we just sat there. I was like, oh, well that's way more romantic than my Aww. answer. I was like, mine was that cheering concert, but I'm really glad that you didn't say our wedding day because that's not mine either. <laughs> honestly, I don't care what anyone says, a wedding day is the most stressful day and how can it be the happiest day? It was day? super stressful. Yeah. yeah. Wedding, wedding days are I mean, hard. the moment she walks down the aisle and we get married, that's a very happy moment for me, but everything leading up and everything after, screw it. I, I do you know, it. I enjoyed other parts of my wedding. I was the wedding ceremony. I was just thinking, it's about to rain. It's about to rain. <laughs> oh, you were outside. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna be outside, but we saw it was gonna rain. And it did rain. It started uh, pouring. But you know what? The rain made the whole night better. I was gonna say that's that's whatever you roll with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, who would you if? If you were still playing music like we were uh, back disturbed. today, all day. Disturbed. 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 Okay. And my favorite band by far. My favorite concerts I've ever been to. And then I don't know damn near every song on the music. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you know their songs. But that, awesome. but you would open for them or play with them. Both. <laughs> like, you know, say open say for them. That's, that's good enough. Yeah. 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 If I can play with them, I mean, yeah. shit. Oh yeah. I go uh, out there and play. Would that answer remain the same throughout your whole life? Probably. Fair enough. Because I like them. <laughs> I discovered Disturbed when I was. I was young because I just discovered them through uh, not Guitar Hero but a uh, rock band. Oh, nice. they were on rock band. They weren't on Guitar Hero mm. until like Guitar Hero three or something like that. Yeah. I think, and I discovered that really young, probably around like nine. Around nine, ten years old. Nice. And that was when the first rock band came out. So Isn't you had a it crazy the influence that those video games had oh, yeah. on our generation? Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't play a ton of rock band, but like I, I did. But you know, as a singer, I was all about the karaoke revolution. Um, oh yeah, I played. I played one of those too. Yeah, those fun. I had. I had all of them. And you know, the unfortunate thing though, as a singer, when you have a talent that you can just like. You know, when you play an instrument, you have to have it with you to yeah. show off. As a singer, your parents are like, honey, sing for my friend that's coming <laughs> over. So I would have to, you know, a lot of times I would just be like, okay, I'll put the karaoke revolution on and perform with them. You know, Michelle Branch and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But <laughs> Me and my cousin, uh, my cousin Tyler, we, he had the whole rock band thing and uh we made it a goal to go through and beat every song on every difficulty mm-hmm. and we would have to do the singing guitar drums everything all in one oh and the only way we could do it was down with the sickness by disturb the explicit edition when i'm like 10 years old mm-hmm. the only way we could be an expert was pretty impressive <laughs> I, was the, I was the only one who could do the, <laughs> for the, that the out. entrance yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it's too bad you don't have that on a recording because right. I haven't been paying to see that. <laughs> I remember one of those karaoke games I would play, and I liked it because they play the uh, music video in the background. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got to know a lot of the music videos. Yeah. Because I, I had that game. And I remember one in particular was Lips of an Angel. <laughs> oh, that song was like playing in the background yeah. of like probably several years of my life. Yeah. yeah. And so they'd always play the. the not not because video. I wanted it on, but because my parents. They, it's such a the weird video. Funniest thing ever hmm. is that my buddy's dad thought that song was about the guy's cousin. <laughs> oh really? Yes. I'm like not even no. close. No. And he's just like, "What?" And I said, "Listen to the lyrics, yeah. please." Yeah. Oh my god. How many songs are written about your cousin? I want to know. Uh, too many Alabama songs. I'm sorry, I have a feeling like it's that where a lot of songs are just so like hidden that you would never. Any guess SEC it. football uh, teams like oh my mascot song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh man. Man. Um, <laughs> any other fun questions that you think of? Um, I mean, we're hitting almost 40 minutes. So. The f- I mean, the fun ones, always the fun one is if you had three wishes, what would it be? Without asking for extra wishes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay. Three wishes. I think me and you have already gone through this, so we'll skip yep. us. <laughs> Y'all can go back to the Not music related wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe three wishes. Short of asking for extra wishes. Okay, alright. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the obvious one is money, but yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't, just because I feel like that could get you all the other wishes, yeah. <laughs> most of the other wishes. Um, I would wish for pregnancy to not be painful. <laughs> That's my number one wish right now. <laughs> um, being five months pregnant. Uh, <laughs> I think also uh, that's really tough. I would I know this is silly, but I would just wish that I could easily pick up and move and afford to live anywhere at any yes, time. Yes. That would that's be a good one. you know that yeah, that would be that's so so number <laughs> one is that my pregnancy's not painful at this moment. Number two <laughs> number two is that I can live anywhere. Um, at any time without without having troubles. to yeah. yeah you know if somebody else can move my stuff that'd be ideal for as free well. yep <laughs> um hmm hmm number three would probably be unlimited free mason jar for the rest of my life <laughs> like like baby food or like no the mason jar cafe <laughs> oh, oh 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 didn't you work there I did but oh I also gosh, eat there I eat there like so, I mean, essentially, I'm asking for, for money right now. Um, I eat there like three times a week. They so, it would just really save me food. a lot of I've money. I've never been there. Oh, you got to go. They have really good breakfast. Um, Sierra likes the... Uh, hold on. i got to ask you. She <laughs> always pretty, orders the same thing. It's pretty wonderful. I order a lot of different things, but the spicy egg sandwich is a go-to. <laughs> but no, yeah, I worked there for a, a long What's time, and it ended up bar? being just one of the places that we go to. Anytime we wake up and we're like, what do we want to eat? It's the mason jar. So it would just save me money, essentially. You see, my my biggest discovery that I never knew of is over here in Mishawaka that I absolutely love. It's called McAdoo's. I've never and been there, but... I had never heard I'm of it. I'm always looking for new places. It is amazing. I absolutely love it. It's a cute... It's a small diner, pretty much. and But there's 
Um, it's like as soon as you walk in, it's um, like a trellis all the way across the top. And there's four tables this way, four tables this way. And then they have uh, booths and a bar. But then around back, they have like another like 12 to 15 booths or so on and so forth. What is this? Um, McAdoo's over in oh, Mishawaka. Right um, but it's real cute. It's super easy. Food's great and it's cheap. Like I trying to get the sponsor. <laughs> I, if they want to sponsor me, just give me free food. I don't even want money. That, like, see that? Is, I'll I take mean, the money. I mean, ultimately, I'll take the money. ultimately, when you think of wishes, like what are some big priorities in your life? For me, food is way up there. So yeah. that's why I chose. That's why, like, I always and like it's in our we've asked like superpowers and stuff like that before. My biggest thing is always whenever I reach into my pocket, I pull out a hundred bucks. That's a really good superpower. So. <laughs> Like, if I had that, if that was a wish, superpower, okay. anything. It's... And then I would wish that you're wearing pants without pockets. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <that's... laughs> it was goat cheese grip cakes. That's what oh, she said. Oh, yeah. She that's said definitely a, one of the best. And, you know, that's been on the menu since the beginning. It's mm-hmm. a OG. Yeah. I love That place is really good. Next, It's in the Arts District. It's actually, like, right across from where we did the concert. It's down pretty there. good. It's really good, yeah. See, I just, I never have a want or a need to go up there unless I yeah. am going to the beach, which is very rare because I can't take my pontoon out, my pontoon boat, or if I'm going out there to play the golf course. Next yeah. time you're at the golf course, try it. It's yeah, definitely, just go right after golf or right before. It's, I mean, some would say life-changing, but... <laughs> it is. Um. It is really <laughs> yeah. And they got their jams. Like, is it a blueberry lime jam or Lavender. something? Lavender. Lavender. <laughs> it's yeah. one of my favorites, that's too. That's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Sorry, talking about food, we're all hungry No, now. you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I ate before I came here, and I'm ready Everyone to go for Everyone listening yeah. is starving at this point. <laughs> I'm ready for food again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, we could move on to the final, final it's up question. It's to you, or we can ask other stuff. I mean, there's always whatever you want. Hmm. I mean, I can think about 12 different things. Well, go ahead, go ahead I'm trying to more. think of questions to ask you guys. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, that's, Man, a that's a first. That's a new one. <laughs> Is it a On first? the hot seat. Yeah, I've never been asked questions before. Are you still making music? I am not. No. I moved on to art, actually. I've always what been an art. Uh, everything. Okay. I have a degree in graphic design, so I do do online some stuff. I do a lot of mostly charcoals or just pencil and paper i uh i'm trying to do more watercolor because i absolutely love doing watercolor it's just a matter of finding watercolor paints that i like Mm. because the stuff that i used back in college for a tube was about 25 dollars and don't get me wrong. So this, this is where the $100 out of your pocket comes in <laughs> yeah. play again. I get I it. I can pay money always instantaneously. I totally get it. <laughs> but, like, every once in a while I'll pull out either, like, one of my clarinets or, like, my bass guitar or something, and I'll do a little something. Like, uh, was it two two or three years ago uh, in January? I was just bored out of my mind. You know what? I'm going to just pull out my bass guitar, and I was just messing around. I came up with, like, 12 different riffs, and I taught myself how to like instantaneously without looking anything up how to play happy birthday to myself because it was the night like going into my birthday and i taught myself how to play happy birthday (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty wonderful it's way cooler than singing it to yourself because if (laughs) it's kind of depressing (laughs) (laughs) well you should hear happy birthday on a bass guitar it's kind of depressing (laughs) 
<laughs> it's kind of depressing. It's really great. Oh my god. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that earlier actually when I realized that I played music with both of you guys before. Yeah. I was like, are you still doing music? I like I got a guitar up so I mean I saw I saw yeah. the guitar, so it kind of was I mean every hard. once in a while, like I think the best to describe it is I'll be out and I'll listen, I'll hear a song on the radio and I'll be like, I wonder how to play that. So I'll come home and play it. So you're just like talking about other people's music right Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, like I, I, at this point in my life, it's like I probably pick that guitar up two times a month and they're to play a song that I heard on the radio that I want to play and then I get into, you know, wanting to play another song. So it'll be like an hour sesh by myself and then I'll be like, all right, I'm done. So, but fair enough. My, my art medium now is this. Just, I want to, I've always wanted to kind of do something like this and I, I like to be able to support local talent and, getting names out there it's neat yeah i figure even if i actually i listened to your podcast with megan just because uh-huh. she's a friend of mine and she shared it and i listened to it and i didn't really realize it was i mean i didn't even know that i knew <laughs> <laughs> knew both of you yeah. but when i realized i was like ben and i was like oh ben Duh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I i refer to you as choir ben to, choir my, ben. to my husband because <laughs> he remembers that's great <laughs> Hey, yeah, that's that's actually one of the better <laughs> referrals. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Choir Ben, that's well, all right. I'll accept that. <laughs> well, if I say Ben, he'll be like, huh? <laughs> yeah. If I say ben. the one ben. from Choir. <laughs> Choir Ben from high school. <laughs> Given a timeline association. Yeah. I didn't know you yet. It's okay. <laughs> I was, I've been with him since I was 16. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I knew because yeah, I knew so you guys same, were. He's the same guy. Okay, no, I, I didn't even know you were in a relationship back then. Oh, yeah, like, well, because he was older and well, didn't really yeah. come to, yeah. <laughs> no, because I, um, I, I knew, because I don't know, Facebook, I don't know, we were probably friends, like, after high school. So yeah. that's when I kind of figured you were, you know, with someone, so I no, we that. No, really talked to anybody during the whole Dave Carlock thing. We all yeah, we were kind of just, like, play. music, yeah, music, so music. Funny. I think about that sometimes, just, like, when, when I do think about that experience, and we were all just so very different people, yeah. and, like, none of, we think we were all shy, uh, to, I mean, to a point, anyway, yeah. and, like, none of us had anything in common except that we were playing music. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And everybody liked me doing Seinfeld riffs. <laughs> well, yeah, I even, mean, <laughs> I think anybody in the world would like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was, we were sitting there. I don't know if you were with us at the time or if you were still with Dave, like when we were doing the whole practice thing and you were in the other room at the moment, but all those people were like just hanging out and everybody's like doing little riffs or trying to figure stuff out. And I just started slap basing and everybody was quiet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the whole Seinfeld thing and everybody's just like quiet. And I'm like, oh shit. And everybody's looking at me. Yeah. So I found it. And if you want to hear how kind of somewhat depressing this is. <laughs> That's really depressing. <laughs> Imagine you pull it out like a single confetti at the end. <laughs> but yeah, that's like just me teaching that's my... Funny. Like, it's pretty depressing. That would though. be a really good TikTok right now. Yeah. Probably would, yeah. <laughs> Summer <Yeah>. 2020. <laughs> that's funny. No, I I always want to record myself like playing guitar, but then like I start to record myself and I'm like, this so isn't turn I think like honestly everybody does that. Like yeah. with my singing, I will... I, I hate feeling like I'm doing karaoke, but when I'm doing, when I want to sing a song, but I don't have someone to accompany me because I need that, um, I'll go on YouTube and I'll try to find like an acoustic version. Oh, yeah. 
and then I'll record it like on my phone or something and I'll watch it and I'll be like, <laughs> I'm deleting this. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did I even try? <laughs> but whenever, <laughs> but when I record with somebody like in person and also I guess being a live person there with me who yeah. is also relying on this recording, I can't just be like, let's delete this. It sucks. Right. Well, not only that, but when you're, when you're playing a YouTube recording, it's, that's it. That's it. But yeah, when you're with someone really else, there's like, they can change the tempo with you or they can yeah, do this it. and that. Yeah. Um, no, my, my problem is like, I have such a hard time playing and singing at the same time. My tempos get mixed up. Me I can too, either I play it or I can sing. I can't do both <laughs> yeah. at the same time. I mean, I got another one for that one. I taught myself how to play, you know, Falling in Reverse. Have you ever heard of that band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I taught myself how to play uh, Pick Up the Phone by them, by watching them on YouTube. And then that's just you the just whole... watched that. You just saw that, like, or did that from just watching YouTube videos? Mm-hmm. Just watching, like, the actual video on YouTube, and then just them, like, See, their actual... I find language. that incredibly impressive, because... Well, I guess just because I can't play any... In- well, I used to play the flute, but you can't sing and play the flute at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't sing, so... If you're Jerry Cruz, that. you can beatbox and play the flute. So, you don't that. you don't want to see that. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to be on my second album. My buddy Aries um, used to be able to do that. Aries, sorry, not Aries. Uh, he actually has his own business now, but he uh, transferred into uh, Niles, and then he was playing the flute, and then people kind of want to like mess with him or whatever because he's a big old boy playing the flute. And then he entered the talent show and did flute beatboxing. That's like pretty legit. It's impressive. <laughs> it, it, you, it's crazy how much more badass playing a flute can be when you start beatboxing. That with sounds them. really it's crazy. I mean, I would pay to see that. So yeah, it sounds cool. Um, all right. So apparently, there's a max of sixty minutes. So let's <gasps> go to the last question. Dang, really? Um, now, if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to. We have no, a perfect record. Done. Leaving. <laughs> we have a perfect record for all of our guests answering this question. It gets a little personal, but okay. All right. When you go number two, do you stand or sit when you wipe? <laughs> Does anybody else have to think about this? Because There have been a few people yeah. that have thunk. Because it's not something you think is different. I have never thought about it. Yeah, because there's never been... Because there's always... Why, okay, extent. I'll answer this question for, for for you guys. If you will tell me why you ask, or like how it because, came okay. about. So it came about because, <laughs> uh, I'll give a short version, at our apartment, me and my wife, uh, we had lived there for about a year, and then all of a sudden she walked in on me going number two, <laughs> and saw that I was standing while Got I was Got a love married life. Yeah, and she started laughing, and I that's when I realized that some people sit and some people stand. So ever since then, I've been asking okay. friends, and we made it a thing. Well, so now I have to go home and, and ask my husband. Now it's, yeah, and it's t- or don't even ask him. Actually, just, just try to try to walk in and just catch him and see like, what do you do? Um, because <laughs> now it's TikTok famous because he actually talked to a yeah. friend of his who's TikTok famous, and he put it out there, and it became like this like, huge this trend. Okay, trend on um, I think I'm in between sitting and standing. Oh, you're a squatter. You have to <laughs> add the squatters. You have a list. Yeah. We have I a was just list. about to ask you how, yeah. who does or who. who like is winning here sitters uh, sitters, oh, sitters. yeah so okay. but that's actually an international but we have two squatters that, is that like you've looked it up and like most people six, it's like 60 percent yeah 60 percent <laughs> sit 40 percent stand yeah but then okay. we have like a couple people who are like who are like you and hover apparently <laughs> on the toilet <laughs> you know i think it's just natural i don't i don't 
don't think about it. Well, most people don't. Like I said, I for twenty. Yeah. So years now of my every life, time I go to the bathroom, I'm gonna be you're thinking gonna think about. about it. <laughs> well, I, I guarantee you're also gonna try it both ways and figure out if you're like what better. <laughs> I know I'm not. Probably not. <laughs> I, I I tried sitting and I can't. Do <laughs> the it. biggest kind of, like the biggest thing that a lot of people don't get about it is people think when when you ask this question is like stand they think you're like stand like straight up and down like, yeah full like attention stand and it's like no you don't. If no, any of the listeners were wondering if the um, the people who run this podcast were men, <laughs> they, they officially knew at this, the end of everything. This podcast. is how men think. Do you sit or do you stand? <laughs> it's, and it's surprisingly, uh, our uh, standards, one of them is a woman and one is a guy. Yeah. I like that you have the drawing. For you, you, the listeners, you can't. Can't see, see the whiteboard with the tally marks, but there <laughs> are drew, drawings. I drew and pictures. Exactly. I noticed. I walked in today, and I'm just like, I, I, think, I, I think you need to post those for people. I, I actually, I think I will. I'll take a picture and post it on the Facebook yeah. page. I got the my thing is, like, sir. I didn't know sound was on my phone. No, you're fine. Don't. <laughs> I my problem is when I start like making notes or doing this or that. I always have to draw a picture because I get really bored. So I did that. It's just because like, you're an artist. I know. I'm like, I have to, those are horrible drawings of someone sitting and standing, but. So I guess you really know if people listen to the end of the podcast because you can bring that up and. I should, I should actually post this and just be like, if you know, you know. <laughs> we, should put like, we should put like at the bottom, like an L on each of them and put a dot and then any listeners that like either comment or like send a thing in yeah, about it. Yeah, you should. We can start taking tally of get our listeners. Get some listeners. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll this will prove to us how many people, how many of it's you actually science, listen honestly. to us. It's for science. We need to get a whole other whiteboard. It's for just, just for listeners. Our one Ireland listener out there, can you please send yeah, we are, a comment? They, they, we are international. They, quickly, they quickly went from podcast hosts to scientists. Yeah, well, I mean, we wear multiple hats in this <laughs> Um Yeah, this uh, is actually... Well, I'm happy to help you know the research. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and we've, we've slowly been learning that in this area it's not a 60/40. <laughs> no. No, we're very outnumbered, but uh, very, we're actually Berrigan by the way. County is a very special place, guys. Yeah, we apparently all sit. But um, those aren't even we're not even up there. Those are two guests. So well, maybe now we, we should have, now we you have, should have to ask people. Now you have to start asking people if they sit on public toilets. Like, oh no, okay. So that's <laughs> no, no. Some I've gotten to the point now where I say fuck it. And I just sit. I, I but I mean, I don't sit to wipe. <laughs> I sit to shit. Say, okay. I am that person that I am paranoid at almost. I like the, unless I, like I, I used to be. Um, like, I used to hold it and not go because I can't yeah, stand I hate public you. bathrooms. But now I'm to the point where it's probably not healthy if I don't go. So I should just go. I will like, <laughs> deal with it. Even so if I'm I at a used to be house. that way, but as a pregnant person, you don't have a choice. Yeah, you yeah, don't. You, it's, there are it's, moments where you're like, oh. Too late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have to go if you oh, think yeah. you're gonna. Well, the way I go. the way I rationalize it now is there. I feel just in that area. There's probably being, a lot of germs. Being anyway. an adult is so fun. I yeah. I'm that person. I clean it every time. Like people like. Oh yeah. Like I have to. Sorry like, if you were here to listen to a, a podcast about music. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're talking about. Fun. <laughs> we if they listen to this, if they listen at all, this is how the end of every single one. Yeah, is. actually, but this one's getting a little bit more in depth. <laughs> You're welcome. Not gonna lie. You're welcome. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it's just because I'm here. Yeah, I guess. All right, so uh, we will end it now. Yay! Um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, although also I've been meaning to say this on the past two podcasts, we are now international. 
So I just want to throw that out there. We have a couple international listeners, and we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, But until next week, or the next time that we record, the next time that COVID allows us to record, um, this has been... This has been Josh. And this is The Pulse Defect. Thanks for listening.